Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we would like to pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging, and their multiple birth parents of children with disabilities. And this week, we will be talking of families with Trisomy 21, also known as Down Syndrome. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word. It's not suitable for children, or maybe it's not suitable for some people's children. (laughs) It's fine for mine. (laughs) Hello, Mandy. Hi, Kate. It's a sunny day. <sighs> it's it's nice to have the sun, isn't it? It is spring. It's spring. We're here. Yeah, whether we get warm weather, we don't know, but it is officially spring. It feels a little bit more hopeful here in Melbourne. It does. And remember I talked last year about the how many seasons did oh, that's the Wurundjeri right. people say yes, way for more. Melbourne? There was yes. like 12, wasn't yes. there? Yes. You're right. I need to go back and look that up. But, yes. Um, so it's, I remember. Yeah, it's it's like the end of winter but not spring. Yes, that's <laughs> right. But it gives us hope. The wattle's out, there's blossoms. Yes. There's bits of greenery coming back. Yeah, I've got crab apples out the front of my house and they're starting to bud. Yes. Like you can see the little bits of green coming yeah, on them. Yeah, I've and, never actually paid so much attention. I'm like, come on. I know, and because we're walking all the time yeah, past everybody's garden. Right. <laughs> Oh, boy. So we are still in stage four lockdown here in Melbourne. There's a slight chance when you hear this, our lockdown will look slightly different because we are recording a couple of weeks behind. Yes, that's right. But um, we will still be in some form of lockdown. We're under no illusion that this is ending anytime soon. I've also been like, um, do I really want to come out of this? I'm getting used to it. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is weird. I think I don't want to go back to busy mornings. No. But it's inevitable. You can't have work and school without busy mornings. No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of got used to that. Oh, it's so nice. I have a cup of tea in bed watching ABC News Breakfast. (laughs) Me, now. (laughs) Like a retired nana. (laughs) It's lovely. I just wake up to the – well, I wake up. Well, at the moment we've got kookaburras on our back deck. Oh, cute. So they are very loud. Yes, Because they're nesting in our roof because we've got an old house. There's a bit of a hole. There's a few holes. (laughs) But there's a nest in there. Oh, that's and gorgeous. And so they're right there. Oh. And, um, yep, so at about six, they sing to us. <laughs> <laughs> they're very loud. They are very loud. We had them at our old house. But you don't have to race around when you wake up. No. It's amazing. I can go back to sleep. Yeah, or read a book or yeah. I don't know. Yep, not if you've got little kids Wrestle probably. But ours are a bit older. Yeah. Yeah. So, and today, exciting. Yes. We've got a remote listener P going to chat with us in yes. Sydney. Yes. Yes. And would you like to introduce her, Mandy? 
Well, this is someone that I have met before and we I was introduced to her by beautiful Melanie Dimmitt who oh. wrote special and she said, you must have her on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, we um, do whatever Melanie says. Yeah. So say hello and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm Ingelise uh, from Norway, but I've been living here in beautiful Australia for about 20 years now. Ah. And I just think I know. And I just think I'm so lucky to have two homes like this. Mm. Right. Yeah. But you so, must, are your family in Norway? They're all in Norway, yeah. They're all uh, above the Arctic Circle in Norway. Wow. So very, very different. Very. Um, yeah. Mm. Where, so why did you come to Australia? Did you travel or what? I came to study. So oh. um, I, when I, when I turned 18, I moved to Florida. Right. And I spent a year there. And I was like, oh, I need to go somewhere else where it's warm because, you know, I was absolutely, you know, damaged from <laughs> spending 18 years, you know, in the frozen Arctic. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I applied for universities all over the world. And I said that the first university to get back to me, that's where I'm going to go. Uh-huh. Uh, and it happened to be Sydney Uni. Right. Uh-huh. And what did you study? Studied media. Well, I studied media and communications uh-huh. back then. Yep. Yes, I did my bachelor in that. Uh, and then I stayed and worked in the city and I did a few years of, you know, going forth and back. Yep. Mm. Uh, and then I came back and then, you know, as every, I guess that's the, that's the story of every European here in Australia is that I met my husband yep. um, at work here. And so I decided that, you know, it was a good time to stay. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, well, that's worth good. it, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. And you get to have summer, real summer. Exactly get to have summer and then I get to have the best of two worlds because yes. I get to go back to Norway and spend you know amazing winters there skiing oh. and just you know <sighs> yeah proper beautiful Christmas wonderland Mm, exactly. Mm, it's mm. it's exactly like that. And I know my husband would disagree. Actually, he loves it, but I did drag him, you know, up to um the Arctic after um, our oldest daughter was born and we lived there for three months and it was right. a time of darkness. So ah. pitch black for twenty four you know, twenty four <gasps> hours a day. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, what is this? How do you live here? <laughs> I cannot imagine. I know. I remember oh, you- my mother in law um was English from Wales and her and my father-in-law, who was Australian, arrived in Adelaide on a 45-degree day <laughs> on a boat oh. and she just said to him, this is what, this is inhumane. Why do they make people live like this? <laughs> <laughs> so, That's yes. probably true. Yeah, no air conditioning. Oh, boy. Imagine. Oh, wow, anyway, yeah. let's start We've with got our questions. distracted already. <laughs> let's, yeah, that's right. We get distracted all the time. Go for it, Kate. Ask okay. your first question. The first question is, what is your favourite song or band or music that gets you through good times or bad times? Oh, um, I actually have two and they're quite different. Tell us. <laughs> so, yeah, so I listen a lot to Norwegian music Aww. just because, you know, I'm living here and it makes me feel. Of course. You know, oh, absolutely. Yes. So, yeah. But they're, they're all on Spotify and they're amazing and they sing in English. So, you know, you ah, should jump off. But, ah. yeah, so my favourite of all times is by an artist called Modi. Um, and he's quite melancholic. He's a singer-songwriter and he's got a song that's called um, A House by the Sea. And oh. it's all about going back to your roots. And it's just, you know, it's so beautiful that every time I hear it, I just cry. Yeah. It's one of those, you know. If you feel like crying, you put it on and yep. you just you know, lock yourself in a room because it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially for yeah. people who have families all around the world or don't yes. live where they grew up. 
exactly yeah so that's beautiful and then my other son will make you laugh because i think you know every p in lockdown in melbourne will probably feel like that um and it's a song by it's it's another norwegian band called madrugada mm. and they're kind of like a mix between chris isaac and pearl jam oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a mix i'm picturing that <laughs> I know. it's like it's so beautiful it's like bare bones soul and melancholic and, ah, and rock um, yeah and they've got a song called black mambo and yep. they sing and i listen to this you know when i'm having a rough day yeah. and i will put the good my girls in the i call it pram prison you know, i put them in the double pram <laughs> yeah and i just go for a run with them and i listen to this song and they sing like don't let the children catch you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll That's have to put perfect. that in the show notes. Yes, let's find that. Yeah, Arka will find yep. it. She's yep. Dutch, so she, you know, she, she might has, be similar She moved wavelength. here about twenty years ago too, yep. so she will understand. Yeah, yeah. Or you can I, feel free to email them to us. I just have to add <laughs> in here. I, will. I think it's going to be your new favorite song because it's, you know, I'm yeah. gonna, yeah, I would like yeah, to listen to that. Listen to it, yeah. But I also want to say that I do love Eurovision, and last year I loved Kino and their song yes. "Spirit in the Sky." I loved that song. Oh. <sighs> And they so were from Norway. Good. I love Eurovision too. Well, oh. I have to, you know. Yeah, you have, you to. You have to. You do have to. Spirit yeah. in the sky. But you know which countries won the most? Ireland. Ireland? Ireland's won the most Eurovisions. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know I that. could be lying, but I'm really sure <laughs> being Irish or Irish descent that that's the discussion that we've had. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. But still, who doesn't love it? Eurovision. Oh, well, a lot of people don't. Well, they, they just don't know it. <laughs> no, that's right. And they don't yeah. get into it. Exactly. Yeah, if you took the time then you would love it. Well, last year I was cheering for Norway, I have to tell you. Yeah, and this year them. we just had the movie because Oh, no. yeah, that's right. Did you watch it in Galice, the movie? No, oh, I didn't actually. You have to. You have to. It's on Netflix. Go and find oh, I, it. I've got a list. It's so long. I know. Like, I know. I've got these kids and they're like, let's yes. watch the Wiggles. Yes. Oh, I know. How dare they? Really yeah. <laughs> yes. It's going to be worth it if you can carve out an evening and yep. watch the Eurovision movie. You'll you love laugh. it. And laugh. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) my question is, did you win any awards at school? Uh, Well, so both my parents are teachers. Yeah. But Uh they actually sent me to school. In Norway, you start school later. Yes. So you start when we're seven. So I started school as a seven-year-old and I still remember sitting in the classroom on the first day and the teachers asked, you know, so what's your parents' name? And I was like, mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I know. And they're like, yep, but their names. And I didn't know because I had no, no, no one had told me. I thought their names were mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) So I was completely, you know, nobody taught me anything before I started school. I couldn't write. I couldn't read. And then, you know, now, of course, looking back, I'm super happy because my mom and dad just had the idea that, you know, you can, you know, you should play as a kid yes. and you will learn everything you have to do later. Oh, so true. But do you remember back then being like, oh, my God, I go home and I'm like, Mom, Dad, what are your names? <laughs> <laughs> and so much research has been done on that Norwegian model. That's right. And it's the best model it's of schooling. It's high regard, isn't it? And yet it? we just refuse to change here in Australia. Yeah. But and it's, it's the same, like, you know, to you, like, with regards to rewards because yes. they don't actually do rewards in school. No. So, no, I didn't win any because... You know, there are no awards to be won. Yeah, thank God. And they don't do standardised testing for years and they have amazing educational outcomes. How Mm. about that? I remember my brother saying to me once, like he watched, it must have been a Michael Moore documentary on school, and he's like, right, pack up, we're going to Norway. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Mm. Now, also, you told us that you had won an award just like lately. Tell the peas about this award. Oh my God, yes. Um, I got some fantastic news just yesterday, actually, that um, I didn't even know, but we had been nominated for an award um, by the Smartline Mortgage Group for Local Heroes. Aww. And we actually won the award for New South Wales and ACT. Oh, ah, congratulations. Yay. And see, at this you. point, the P's are like, what did what, you win What does she do? So we've you hooked just you wait, in, P's. haven't we? We've you hooked just you wait. in. This woman <laughs> is amazing. Yeah, you're waiting to hear what she won up for. Um, so what does that mean? Is that like a, mon- is that a monetary money? gift that you can then put back into the... Yeah, what are you doing? That's right. Yeah, we won five thousand dollars. Oh, that's incredible! Oh, it's incredible because it will really help us not only fill up the suitcases um, with love, but also you know how Mandu, I've been talking to you um, about these health professionals guides. Yes, I know we're jumping the gun here. Like no one knows what we're even talking (laughs) about. No, that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) They're used to that with us. Yeah, yeah, we go all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So I will now be able to put together you know, that health professional's guide and have that professionally printed and, you know, send that and, you know, really do some good work with that. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, congratulations. Well, let's move through our questions. Okay. So the last last question is, why are you a P? Yeah, tell us all about it. Why am I a P? I'm a P because almost five years ago um, when I was in the hospital and Maya was just a couple of days old, uh, a doctor into our room actually she didn't come into the room she brought us out of the room and she asked me if I thought Maya looked like me or Daniel Mm. and Daniel's my husband yeah I said yeah of course she does Mm. she's like the cutest thing ever (laughs) and you know yeah I was completely you know fascinated yeah and the doctor just looked at us um with really really sad eyes and she said no I'm sorry uh she doesn't uh we think she has Down syndrome And complete shock, was it? Complete shock, yeah. Um, We had no idea. And Maya was born, you know, it took about two days before before this conversation took place. Hmm. And she came into this world, you know, completely healthy. She scored 10 out of 10 on the APGAR score. She was, you know, healthy as anything and just, you know, absolutely, um, you know, this just delightful newborn. And we certainly didn't see any signs of anything. Right. Yeah. So when that doctor said that, my first thought was actually, like, I thought the doctor was crazy. Mm. And then my second thought was, hold on, have you, like, what's happened to you? Uh, Have you swapped my baby? Are you, is that what you're telling me? Like, is that why you're asking if she looks like me? I went into panic thinking that, you know, this was going to be one of those hospital stories where they didn't know where my baby was. Oh, my goodness. It's actually a bit of a mean question to ask, I think. And I'm sure it was done with love, but... A baby that has um, Down syndrome still looks like her siblings or totally. his siblings or her parents or my cousin has Down syndrome and she looks like her family. That's a weird question to ask. Exactly. And it, and that's the thing. And I think for me as well, it really made me grieve. Like it was like a double yeah. grief because I felt like I had this beautiful baby who wasn't even going to look like me because she was so different. Yeah. Everyone kept, you know, throwing that word different around mm. And I was like, how am I going to be a good mom if this child is so different that she's not going to look like me? She's not going to think like me. You know, Mm. it's just different. And, yeah, so I think I I agree. I think it was a really, really mean and cruel way to open up 
the diagnosis conversation. Yes, I yeah. listen to that. Any doctors that think that might be a good thing to do? Not. not. No, not at Can all. Can you tell us a little bit about what those next couple of days felt like? Uh, yeah, they felt, to be honest, I went into, I probably went into shock mm. because I remember walking into this room, you know, this hospital room um, with these doctors, just thinking it was a completely routine, normal, like follow-up conversation yes. just to, you know, yeah. by your baby. And then I walked in there with a baby who was seen as, you know, amazing and healthy and beautiful yeah. and everyone said congratulations. And then when I walked out of that room, Everyone was sorry and said oh. and told me they were sorry, oh. you know, and the focus was suddenly on all the problems and the, the issues and the yeah. challenges that she was going to have or that she may have because, yeah, you know, of you course. Don't know. You know, I know. It's like you don't give a newborn a checklist of everything that can go in wrong in life no but, you, you do know, not. I know, and you still but I know that us, you ladies know that yeah, I know but you should it. be full of joy that someone's had a beautiful baby girl exactly yeah so for sorry. me it was like it wasn't the diagnosis because I didn't really know anything about Down syndrome but it was just how you know I just read the energy in the room yeah and I read people you know the body language and you know a nurse in the corner cried oh. and so to me that just told me that you know this is a disaster yes um Yes. Oh. And yeah, and for me, that's what was hard because I got so, you know, I, I was just broken that suddenly she had this agonizing butt attached to her life. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, her life hadn't even begun. And yeah. people were already sorry about it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Ingalice. Mm, mm. I know. And then mm. I got worried that Maya was going to feel, because Maya was there with us. Of and course. I thought, you know, oh my God, she's going to feel this shift in energy. She's mm. going to feel mm. how we went from, you know, everything being happy. And now everyone's sad and it's, you know, mm. and I just thought, yeah, so I just felt so guilty. And that yes. guilt, you know, it followed me for years. Yes. It took years yes. to get rid of it. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And what a thing to do to a first-time mum with a beautiful baby to make them despair and feel guilty on the, you know, second day of their baby's life. I mean... I know diagnosis is important and I know it's a powerful tool, but there are ways of doing it and that was not the way. Mm, exactly. Mm. And it's very right, especially knowing what we all know now. You know, you look at it and you go, wow, you know, it's a new, you know, it's a different adventure. But, yes. You know, stability oh, yeah. is not different. It's not bad. It's no. just, yeah, it's just, a, you know, it's a, it's a slightly different twist to yes. life. Yes, yes. Uh, how did you go about telling all your friends and family? I can't even remember yeah. telling my mum and dad, which mm. is even, you know, like literally the first five days for me are just, they just a blur. Boom. And I all, I can't remember things that happened. I just remember, like I said, just the emotions. And I just remember turning into this wild beast of a mother because yeah. I just wanted to protect Maya yeah. against all of this negativity that I could feel around her. Yep. Yeah, so for me, it was like I think all my energy just went into making sure that she couldn't sense what was going on. Oh, what a mother. Oh. 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 And then, yeah, so I can't even remember telling my mom and dad. Um, mm. And, yeah, those first conversations, I don't really know. But then I know that after, you know, like I think it was about two weeks later, we were just about to leave the hospital. Uh, and I actually had to call a friend 
to ask if we could borrow a baby chair because Maya was born four we actually five weeks early right. and we went prepared at all like you know I left everything to the last minute like I you know normally do yeah. <laughs> so because she came early I was like oh my god I don't have a pram I oh, don't have yeah, a yeah that was us too yeah anything yeah <laughs> And it was freezing outside because, you know, it was like a snap autumn. Um, And I'm like, I don't have anything for this poor child. Uh, So I had to call a friend to ask if I could borrow uh, a car seat. And I told her that Maya, you know, had Down syndrome. And she just went, she's like, you know, this is one of my best friends. And for a very, very good reason. Because she just said, she was like, okay, that's fine. But tell me, tell me about her. I said, yeah, but didn't you hear what I said? Because everyone else had been so, you know, consumed about the diagnosis. And I was like, don't you want to know about, you know, this diagnosis? She's like, no, I don't care. Like, tell me, who is she? What what is she like? What does she look like? What, you know, what does her hugs feel like? Like, she was just the best. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Well, that's that's why she's your friend. That's a friend forever. That's right. It is. Oh, amazing. Amazing. And mm. so was Maya born here in Australia? No, oh, she was actually born in Norway. Because ah. uh, I was living, yeah. So I dragged my, I shouldn't say this because he'll be like, no, I came. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking and screaming down the runway. <laughs> he came like, with yeah, your very like, good he idea. Yeah. He was he's actually very good. He's that my husband's dad is from Spain. Oh. Right. So he always knew what it feels like, you know, growing up with a parent who has a second home yes. away from home. Yes. So he was, you know, very early on, he was uh, very clear that he would come to Norway if I wanted to. Yeah. And so after a few years, we moved to Norway where we got married. And then, um, and then after about a year and a half, got pregnant with Maya. Mm. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was just amazing because we had actually been told earlier that we probably couldn't have kids. Right. Because, yeah. Because I had a miscarriage um, at 11 weeks. Uh, and the doctors that I saw after that, you know, were telling me that, you know, it didn't look good. I probably couldn't have any other children. Oh. And, of course, they were wrong. Of um, course. And it turned out. <laughs> so, yeah. So just about, you know, four months later, I got pregnant with Maya. Oh. And we were living in Os- living and working in Oslo. Right. Oh, yeah. And just had one of those awesome pregnancies, to be honest, where... Um, yeah, I was just, you know, we were young and naive and we didn't yes. know that anything could go wrong. And I was like, oh, I will read up about birth, you know, because everything happens by the book. Yes. So I'm saving all these books to read about birth and all that until, you know, just a week before my due date <laughs> when I'm going to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> and boom, she comes early. Boom. Yes, then she yeah. came early and I was like, what is this? Yes. <laughs> this is painful. <laughs> yes. It changes everything. You're like, okay, right. Mm. Exactly, yeah. Oh, so, um, yeah. oh and... When you left the hospital, like mm-hmm. explain what your what the what you do now is a thing called Twenty One Gifts, and did that happen in Norway, or did you think of it here? Or yeah, tell us the origin yeah. of that. Yeah, so I'll take you back then to yeah. yep. we were in the hospital with Maya, uh, and you know, as you and probably a lot of the peace listening know, are too well that diagnosis moment is often it's you know it's often framed in such negative terms and Mm. I just didn't know up from down I was completely broken Mm. um just went into shock and then just before we left the hospital there was a knock on the door 
And this amazing nurse came into our room and she gave us a red suitcase. Mm. And it was a red suitcase packed with gifts and, you know, letters from parents with children with Down syndrome in Norway. Oh, makes me want to cry. And I was like, why didn't you give this to me, like, you know, two weeks ago? Yeah. And anyway, so this suitcase, it just changed everything. You know, it was the first time that I just, you know, I could see the future. I could see hope. I realized that, you know, that this negative discourse that I was presented it wasn't true um and it just you know finally I saw something that hit home with my own philosophy of life Mm. um yeah so I then loved the suitcase you know brought it home uh, and then we moved here to Australia um you know like a a few years later and I realized that you know while there are amazing like there's so many amazing communities for parents with Down syndrome here in Australia yes uh, but I realized that there was nothing in the hospitals. Mm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and then taking my experience from Norway into it, oh. uh, knowing how important it is to, you know, to be presented with this suitcase, mm. you know, at point of diagnosis. So I just started talking to um, to all my hospital contacts because I used to, back in the days when I, you know, when I lived in Sydney before we moved to Norway, I worked in health in health PR yeah perfect perfect Mm. so I had a lot of contacts in the you know in the yeah in the health world and I started talking to people and I started talking to doctors and you know uh, genetic counselors and everything and they all thought it was a great idea so I just said okay you know we're gonna do this yeah and yeah and we did so Um, when was when was it born like when did you start how old was Maya when you started it yeah so I started plotting it pretty much straight, you know, like straight after we moved yeah. here. Yeah. But then I just worked, you know, behind the scenes, just making sure that it was actually something that the doctors and the hospitals yes. wanted to take on board. Yeah. Yes. So okay. it was probably, yeah. So the first conversation that I had with a doctor was, you know, that's probably two and a half years ago. Mm. Right. And then it's taken me, so it took me to, it pretty much took me like two years of just planning behind the scenes, oh. figuring out how I was going to do this, you know. Mm. Uh, and making sure, because that's the thing, I know that we often, and I just, you know, I just shared my terrible experience in the hospital. Yes. Mm. But the thing is, most doctors and, you know, health professionals are heroes. They yes. are just amazing. Yes. And they yes. became health professionals to help people. Yes. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that I didn't present this as something that was like, you yeah. know, like a fix for them. Because it's not, because the majority of them are just amazing. Yes. So I wanted to make sure that it was something that they felt, you know, they felt connected to. They felt that it helped them without pointing out, you know, any flaws. It's just, I wanted to be a joyful and happy initiative for everyone. Oh. Yeah. So then, yeah, so then we started the, yeah, so we planned it for about two years. And when I say we, I mean me and my husband. Um, and then, yeah, and then we launched it earlier this year and how and did just went, how, how did you launch it did you just choose uh, one so hospital I, yeah, or I, tell well, us all about it yeah I actually one of my very very close friends Edwina um helped me she's got um you know she's got actually she's somebody you should get on on this show <laughs> sure. as well because she's just fantastic and she you know due to her own story with her son uh, Sebastian had a lot of hospital connections as well mm. so she spoke with them and helped us the big 
Sydney straight away. Yep. So, you know, Sydney Children's Hospital, um, Sydney Women's Royal, those kind of hospitals yes, to get yes. on board first. Yep. So, and we wanted to do that because we wanted to trial it. Um, yes. Well it. Yeah. And it just went. It was literally like I thought that this year, you know, I kind of imagined maybe getting five hospitals on board yep. and it just exploded yes. because they, you yeah. know, did what I was hoping they would do. Yep. They loved it and oh. they took it on board. They made it theirs um, and then literally before I knew it, we were in, you know, we're almost in 40 hospitals oh. across Australia oh. and New Zealand. Oh. Oh. I just saw that on Instagram too. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes, yes. We'll, Thank you. We'll put yeah. your Instagram in the oh, show yeah, notes. Oh, yeah, we sure yeah, will. Yeah. I'm so proud yeah. of you. I've yeah. got Thank you. And it's like I said, it's like... Mm feel like it's you know yes you know we had the idea and we started it but you know the reason this is going so well it's because of these amazing health professionals yes. because they have really they just you know they own it now I call them my 21 gifters I'm just loving it because it makes their job even easier because yes. you know, nobody wants to be the person delivering a child diagnosis no. you know it, you know it's hard for them as well yeah and the feedback I'm getting is that you know they can now walk into the room with this beautiful suitcase oh. and just have that conversation. And it just helps them, to, you know, even if they don't have the words, Yes, it just shifts the focus from, you know, all those manuals of all the things that can happen. Mm. What um, has been the feedback from people that have received them? Have you had feedback? Yeah, I have. Yeah, we've had lots of feedback and it's, uh, you know, they're all loving it. And it's, oh, good. Yeah, and it's very, you know, some get it. Um, some have a prenatal diagnosis, yes. so they do, they're receiving it before their baby is born, yes. uh, which, you know, uh, we had a postnatal diagnosis, so I don't even know what that's like, you know, yes. finding out beforehand. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but they say that it's it really helped and, you know, it's just such a joyful gift. And and I've got, you know, I put together a brochure or like a mini magazine in it, um, you know, with a welcome from us. But I think mm -hmm. the main thing in there as well is, I put together 10 facts about life with a little extra that oh, no one tells you. Right. So it's what are like, your you facts? Know, tell us. What are they? <laughs> the facts, yeah. So they're everything from, um, you know, for example, uh, oh, my God, you put me on the spot. You know oh. when you go, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, don't no, worry. But the facts are, it, they're all about, um, for example, it's about, you, you know, you, you worry about your siblings thinking because that's what the doctors yes. may tell you or, you know, if you, go, if you yes. Google, that's what you see. Mm. But there's been a lot of research done um, on life with Down syndrome, mm. and what that what all the research has found is that like families are actually happier, not even you know as happy, but they're actually happier mm. after that you know the introduction of a little child with Down syndrome wow. because you know they got a beautiful that baby. Little, That's right. Exactly, it's a beautiful baby, and it's a beautiful baby that brings perspective, mm. uh, that brings meaning and joy and purpose and mm. all those things. Um, you know, and the research done on sibling relationships is showing that, you know, not only are the siblings really proud and happy to have a, have a sibling with Down syndrome, but they're scoring higher on, you know, emotional intelligence. Yes. You know, they're doing better in school. Empathy. You know, all those things. Everything. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, there's, uh, there's this fun theory in academia. I had no idea, you know, until I started Googling this stuff. Yes. Um, because of my health background, you know, I went deep into the academic world to, yeah. to research this yeah. stuff. And I found that um, a married couple with a child with Down syndrome actually even have a lower chance of getting divorced wow. than typical mm. families. Right. I know. And, this is, and these are the things. And I thought, you don't normally hear that. When they gave me the diagnosis. Yeah. One of the first things I said 
to my husband was, and he got so upset. But one of the first things I said was, you know, if you want to leave, that's fine. Aww. Because I just thought with, you know, everything that was presented to us. Yeah. I just thought that, you know, this is going to be a really, really hard and difficult mm. life. And, you know, mm. yeah. And I think imagine if we knew, yeah, like if we all knew how yes. much extra and specialness, you know, having a child with any disability bring. It's yes. like, you know, it, it's true. You don't uh, know yes, it too. No, things, no but amazing don't. things. Yes. Yeah. And all the other thing is that I, and I say it to my boys, everybody finds life hard. Mm. Hard's not bad. Hard's yeah. just hard. Yeah. You know, and sometimes hard is That's... tiring and all those things, but it's not bad. Everyone's, you know, it doesn't matter. No one has a perfect life. No. And even when you have the perfect life, you struggle. Yeah. So it's just, you know, and I think that's why it's so important for, you know, families like ours that when we receive a child diagnosis, it's not framed as a disaster because it's not. And I can't even imagine, like, I'm so sorry right now to, you know, if people are listening and they're living with a disability because that's not, you know, it's so unfair mm. that that's how it's phrased. And, yes. that's, and I just think, imagine, like, that ripple effect of families being, you know, given a diagnosis, you know, of their babies in a more, and I'm not saying positive as in, you know, happy dappy, but just, you know, Tell the whole truth. Yeah. Don't just focus on the challenges. Yes. I mean, it would have changed a lot for me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm just thinking... um we need a suitcase for everything. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs a suitcase. Cerebral palsy, all sorts, yeah. you know. ASD, uh, You know, epilepsy, yeah. diabetes, I mean, all of them, you yeah. know. Genetic, unknown genetics, mm. anything. I mean, this could just take off in Galice. It's very powerful. Mm. And I think, for me, I've been talking to you, Mandy, yeah. about this um, This. Guide, you know, this health professional's guide to talk about a child diagnosis yes, that yeah. I'm preparing. Yes. And Mandy and Kate, I'm going to talk you into it as well. <laughs> Thank and give you. Some quotes for it. Yeah, I will. You know, yeah. I will. Yeah. Because I, I don't want, you know, 21 gifts to just be about Down syndrome because mm. it's not. So, you know, yes, the suitcase is just for that. Yes. But the feedback I'm getting from the health professionals is actually that it's helping them deliver any kind of diagnosis. Yes. Because it's, yeah. So it's just like this visual, you know, physical prompt 
to yes. focus on the whole picture. Yes. And it's actually beautiful. You Tell us what's in the suitcases. They're gorgeous. Yeah, we'll put some photos what up. What do you but... put in them? How did you choose what to put in there? Very early on when I started planning it, I was like, you know, all the gifts, gifts they actually should be a bit different mm. because one of the things, one of the first things that I found really difficult was that notion that, you know, if you have a disability, that's kind of like it. You're defined by that. Yep. And of course, we know that's not true. Mm. Yep. So I've made a point to make sure that all the gifts in these suitcases are slightly different from each other. Oh, just the same wow. way that, you know, every child born with Down syndrome is unique with yes, its own, you know, with his or her thoughtful. unique personality oh, and all that. Amazing. Yeah. So, you know, they, every suitcase has like a unique twist to it. But they all have um, they all have this brochure that I've put together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it includes, so it's, like I said, it's got the welcome letter for us. It's got 10 things that nobody tells you mm. about life with a little extra. Um, and I think one of the most powerful things there is actually the list that I compiled about all of my favorite social media communities. Ah, excellent. I know. It's like don't jump on Google. Just use yes. this list. Yes. No, go straight <laughs> there. Bypass everything. Yeah. yeah. You ladies are there. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. You know, you see all the research about, you know, how parents of children with disabilities, how we feel lonely. Yes. Mm. And I think, and I know that I can't talk for everyone, but for me, I've actually never, if you don't think about the first few weeks in the hospital, I've actually never felt lonely. Mm. Like I've felt sad and all that, but I never felt lonely mm. because I had community, community yes. around me. Yeah. I think that's yeah. from the outside. I was very envious of that, thinking yeah. I just I didn't feel like I had anywhere to go. I didn't have anywhere because there's so many different types of cerebral palsy. There wasn't really a place mm. that I could go to. Whereas I and I remember going to a walk um, that was run by Down syndrome Victoria with a friend of mine because um, her son has Down syndrome, and I was like, I'm really jealous of you guys because you've got a great community mm. already set. Mm. Mm. So I think that's something you do really, really well. Yeah, me too. And I think you guys do it so well now because now you have, you know, you have you, you have people like, you know, the Able Finder app. Yes, um, awesome. Ailey down in South Australia who's running Mummy Match. Like yes. There's all these amazing uh, communities being set up that brings parents together from across because I, the way that I feel it, like my best friends within this, you know, this world, they're not even, you know, their kids don't have Down syndrome. They have yes. all kinds of other yes. um, you know, extra special things about them. Mm. Uh, and I think that's why I love you guys and I love all these other communities because they just bring everyone together Yes, because mm. we're all different. Yes, you know? that's right. right. Yes, we're parents, but, you know, and we have children that, that has brought us together. But well, we're on this road. That, you, know, you still need to find your own tribe. The road yeah. less travelled. But, you know, but it's But it's there's unique. a lot of us on it. But it's a lot of us on there yeah. in their own little unique ways. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it's a fun road. It is actually. Everyone's it not is. just zooming along going 100 kilometres an hour. I like it. Yeah, and I didn't realise that until we moved Molly to the special school and then I was like, oh, here's my melting pot of people. Yeah, it's awesome. So many differences. It was just a joy to finally felt like I belonged somewhere. Mm. But within that somewhere, it was so diverse. Yeah. So powerful, and that's yeah. yeah, that's why you know, like me personally, like I just love you, guys. <laughs> you Aww, ladies, thank and you. And I, and I think 
for a lot of people as well. It's like, you know, I'm not very active on your hangout. You know, I'm still well, a member, okay. yeah, yeah. but I'm yeah. not that active because I love sitting back. You know, I yes. get nervous on big social media. Yes. Yes. Well, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. But I know that you're there. Yeah. So it's yes. feeling like, you know, like we're doing Maya's, um, you know, those develop, that's those assessments you have to do before school age. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We're next monday ah. and you know you you know they're just terrible yes um, but this like and i've always dreaded it and then when you know like it's coming up next week and i feel okay and i've been wondering why i feel okay because really you know <laughs> i've been dreading this day for about four years now yes. and i think the reason i feel okay is because i know that if i reach that yeah to anyone you all have my back and you we know what sure i'm doing yeah we yep. are your people yeah yeah, I yep. could but cry. It's that power actually. of just yeah. knowing. Yeah. I think it's more yeah. than we ever thought we could get, Mandy and I. Not no. get for ourselves, but for everybody. Oh, no, that's yeah. right. And I remember when I used to do all those tests, Mandy was the only person I had to talk about it. Yeah. Like, you know, and she always said to me, which you'll say to anyone else, they just show you the worst things, they don't show you the best things. No. And it's really, really true. It's amazing. Mm. We have an amazing mm. pediatrician. Yeah. And he actually, he's not our pediatrician anymore, which I cry about because oh. we moved, um, you know, we moved from the Northern Beaches in right. Sydney to the Southern and Shire. Right. Yep. But anyway, this amazing pediatrician who was the first person that I spoke to about 21 Gifts as well. And Maya was booked in for one of these tests, you know, very early on. Yep. And he put his foot down and he said, you know, why on earth are you going to go and do this? And I'm like, oh, you know, because we got called in to do it. Mm. And he was like, Nah, you know, don't do it. Exactly like you, you lady said. Now, you know, they're going to point out all the worst. Mm. Nothing good is going to come out of it. So mm. he's like, wait until school age. Then oh, you do it. And even when you powerful. do, just remember, it's not a picture of who your daughter is. Oh, and my just gosh. Do it. Well oh. done, pediatrician. What an amazing pediatrician. Because it's true. You don't need those numbers until no. you need the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was like, don't even look at, you know, look at it. Forget it. Yes, you know, it's really true. Just, yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't change the, the the day you walk in to do the test and the day you come out with the results. It's the same child. Yes. So it doesn't actually. And they don't care. No, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> As in the child. Yeah, yeah, the doctor does. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm. I mm. know. Mm. Well, I'll be sending you all our love on Monday. Yes. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. that's why I'm not nervous anymore because I know, you know, I know that there are people out there who get it. And yeah. I've just promised myself yeah. that that doesn't fit. I don't know if I told you, but my my professional background as well is actually in positive psychology. Oh, oh. Well, that you can tell. You are. You're very positive. It's <laughs> lovely talking to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I went back to school 10 years ago to right. do a master's degree in oh. coaching psychology. Oh, uh. amazing. And, yeah. and it focused, you know, it, you know, it was a deep dive into the science of positive psychology. Right. And I just loved it because it's, you know, it's an evidence-based study of what is great with people. Yes. You know, not what's wrong with us, not that, you know, traditional psychology, which is amazing, of course, but, you know, how that focuses on how can we fix you, what's yes. wrong, and, you know, you take it from there. Yes. But positive yeah. psychology looks at all the strengths and opportunities instead of the weaknesses and the challenges. Mm. So mm. it's kind of, and it doesn't, it's not a happyology, you know, it doesn't ignore that life can be really hard and yes. like, yes. you know, grief, sadness yeah. and everything is part of it. Yeah. But it just yes. 
focuses on all those resources that we have within. Yep. And then they look yep. at how can we use those to live a flourishing life, no matter what our circumstances are. Imagine oh, teaching I that in school. It. Yeah, imagine okay. teaching yeah. that in school. I could change people's lives. Like yeah. I just wish I had some of that 10, yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, it's sort of And you know they're actually teaching it. that in schools now. Yes. Mm. Okay. So like resilience yeah. and in Melbourne. Right. Mm. Are they? Tell me. Yeah, so there's this whole new movement. Uh and Victoria was actually the first state in oh, Australia. Oh, the one to good really thing we've done. <laughs> Kids in school now are supposedly learning this in school, which is yes. just fantastic. And yes. what I'm trying to do is like I take that into 21 Gifts. So yeah. when I work with the hospitals and everything, that's kind of that's the approach as well because yes. there's been all this research done about that ripple effect of positive emotions and yes. positive attitudes. And, you know, I kind of try to look mm. at, you know, imagine if that's the bar we set, you know, in yes. those early mm. days of a diagnosis. Mm. It just actually would change everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about you had another daughter. Yes. I have a two-year-old. Um, her name is Lola. Mm-hmm. And she is, yeah, and, you know, she pretty much is like her name. You know how you picture this little wildflower <laughs> of a happy child? Yes. <laughs> and that's what she's like. She is wild and funny <laughs> and she just loves to play uh, you know, she's a nighttime party girl. Which <laughs> yes. How <laughs> 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 oh, gorgeous. It's just personality. You know, yeah. I think she's just, yeah, that's just who she is. She is so full of life that she literally needs to be taught how to relax and how to, <laughs> you know, just take it in. But then she's got her sister, you know, she's got her older sister who will teach her that because, you know, Maya is all Zen. Yeah. You know, she loves reading books. Yeah. She loves listening to music. She's all about, you know, like giving hugs and all that. So it's really fun to watch them when they're playing because yeah. they're yes. so different. But then they bring out like different sides of each other. Oh, oh it's delightful. Beautiful. I've seen them in some of your Instagram, like in the pram and you've trapped them in the pram prison. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Most twin mums know about the pram prison, I can tell oh, you that. Yeah. It was just such a relief. Such a relief. One in, oh. elbow in the crotch, get yep. in, strap in, next one, elbow down, yeah. in. <laughs> Go, you're free. <laughs> we stayed in that I pram till we were five. I know, okay. You had used the pram for a long time. <laughs> oh. And so... The 21 Gifts, who funds that? Do you fund that? First started, it was completely self-funded. Yes. Um, but then, yeah, but then since then we've uh, we've set up a GoFundMe Great. Page. Good, great. Yeah. We've we'll been getting donations, that. yeah. Yep. And then we've lately as well have had some amazing people jump on board to great. support us. Good. So we've, I've got to tell you, because it's so beautiful, like one of the things that's in this bag uh, or in the suitcase, um, it's this beautiful little photography book uh-huh. and it's pictures of children with Down syndrome from all over Australia. Oh, oh, and wow. it's just divine. It's put together by a mom called Stephanie who lives down in New Wollongong and she yeah. runs another T21 community yep. called Celebrate T21. And, you know, so she, she does these amazing books. So that's in there, which is just so beautiful because it's like, you know, it's like you look at them and you can't help get excited about the future because yes. these children just divine yes um yeah and then we've got you know um mel 
Yeah. Yes. It included some of the best special books in it. Beautiful. So we've got some very lucky moms receiving that. Oh, that book uh, is just the best. It's the most beautiful book. It really, it really is. is. The world needed it. It did, and it keeps needing it. So yes. go buy it. Everybody yep. needs it. Yes. Yep, special by Melanie Dimmitt. You know we've had her on here, but she's uh, the book's amazing. Yep. So beautiful. And then we've got gifts for the kids. And we just had Marquee jump on board. Oh, you know, I had gorgeous. A from a lady there. I know. And she was like, we want to help you. We want to. Oh. You know. So that's just been amazing. So now they've come on board. We've, I feel we've like it's going to take with... off, Ingalise. I really do. I'm just so excited for it because it just means, you know, the more people we have supporting it, it means we can push it out to yes, more and more. Yes, that's right. And I've got to say, yeah, because it's, you know, even in New South Wales, there's like 80 hospitals yes. with birthing, like with maternity wards. Yes. Like, yes. So there's a lot of hospitals that needs this. Yes. Um, so how uh, many have you given out? Is- 40, didn't she say? 40 hospitals? No, but how many oh, How many boxes? suitcases have you yeah. done? Now about, I think we're up to about 75. Oh, Amazing. Wow. Imagine when you crack 100. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good feeling. Yeah, I know. And it doesn't mean that And it doesn't mean that 75 families have already received it because some of the hospitals, they ask for, you know, five suitcases yes. because yeah. they say that, you know, within the year. And, and that's kind of our policy as well. And that's why we work so, try to work so closely with the hospitals because we want to make sure that when a baby is born, They've it's got this. There. It's not like they have to call us and get yes, it. Like yes. They've already got it there, so yeah. that they can walk in, give the diagnosis with the suitcase, yes. so that it really balances. You know, it balances that picture of you know medical facts mm. and you know what reality and the future may look like. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. Well, I just want any peas that are listening. If you've got some extra money, mm. I want you to go. Yeah, to the GoFundMe that go we'll to put the in GoFundMe. the show notes. Follow the um, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and then yep. you'll find Everything out what's going there. on. Yeah, yeah. Go for it, peace. We've got some amazing people that listen to us. So we really do. Yep, lots of professionals that love helping out. Yes, that's right. You mm. might you might get a whole lot of yeah. others saying, "We need the suitcases yeah. in our hospital." <laughs> I know that thing. Get in touch because you know I will send it to you free of charge. You know, oh. literally tomorrow. Ah, oh, good on you. Unbelievable. So, what what is your dream for Twenty One Gift Send? Like, I know we you said a little bit about before. That every hospital in Australia and New Zealand yeah, are okay. partners yeah. with okay. us, so that every single time a di- uh, you know a Down syndrome diagnosis is given, they hand out the suitcase along it. Yes, and then I, but I think the ultimate yeah. dream is actually that twenty one gifts isn't even needed. Yes, do you know what I mean? Yes. That we've done the work with the it hospitals to it. make sure that they deliver yeah. the diagnosis in such a beautiful way anyway mm. that yes. they don't need the physical prompt and the ah. gift. And Yeah, but, you know, that's probably going to take a while. But I'm hoping, you know, like you said, imagine if we could have a suitcase for any diagnosis. I just, honestly. I know. Hey, and but that's the thing. You know how... There's no competition. No, there's no, no. there really We're isn't. Working towards the That's right. Thing. It's beautiful. That's right. It yeah. is beautiful. It's the most supportive it's community it makes ever. Makes me want to cry. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm so proud of women. I'm proud oh, of I women know. like you. Women. I'm proud of us. Yeah, but <laughs> it's women. I know because women change the fucking world. They do. I'm telling you. Yep. They do. Oh, because they Sorry see a need That's and they go, "Oh, we're just going to do it." Yeah. Women know what needs to be done for crying out loud. Yep. 
and they're the ones that don't the guys too because some of our best 21 gifters not best you know that's that's wrong (laughs) but you know we've got amazing male 21 gifters out there who have just you know run with it and they're the strongest advocates and are just you know good mm. So that's pre- and also you know Daniel, my husband. Yes, beautiful so man. He was really the one who pushed. Like you know, I was working away behind the scenes, and he kept going. Now nah, you know you're ready to launch into that. Oh. You like you've got to get on social media now. And what I was scared, and I was like, well, why can't we just do this and not tell anyone? And he's like, no, nah, you've got to do yeah, it. Oh. So he's the one who made me do the video with it, and you know, really oh, great job, Daniel. Oh, well done, Daniel. You've got the P's. Dan's the man. Stamp of approval. You do. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, sometimes we need them to come in, get out of our own heads and say, come on, you know, you can do this. Yeah. And this is a really valuable thing. Really? Yeah. It's amazing. It's so great. So tell us a little bit about where Maya is up to now. Is she at kinder? What's, What's her little life like? So Maya is in preschool. Oh yeah. Um, and she actually just started at the beginning of the year um, in our local mainstream preschool in the area where we live, and she loves it. Oh. Um, yeah. I know. She's always gone to daycare. Like she started daycare. When yes. Eleven uh, months old in yes. the mainstream uh, daycare, but she's never had any support before. Right. But this year, when we moved her to the local preschool, they just have this amazing arrangements where. Any child with, you know, any extra needs, yep. they get um, their own support person there. Perfect. And, yeah, and it is making such a big difference. Oh. You know, like she's always loved school, yes. but now she like, you know, she loves it in capital letters. Oh. It is just, you know, it's the best. So is she going to big school next year? Yeah, well, I'm actually trying to keep her back a year. Yeah. Because right. Because she's born, yeah, she's born late in the year. Yes. Um, and, you know, she's still working on her language. Yes. Um, I speak Norwegian with her as well. So she's fine. Well, she's got three languages because she's got English, Norwegian, and a word sign. Yes. Uh, okay. Yep. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot to listen to to learn. Yeah, exactly. So I just, you know, I think that she will thrive. Or in school, if she can, you know, if we can give her an extra year. Just Absolutely. Like, yeah, you <laughs> never regret that. No, we did that too. Yeah. Exactly. I look at my dad's philosophy and yeah. I just think, yeah, you know, keep her back. Yes, yeah. yes. Really, just have really. another lovely year yeah. of playing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I know she's going to love school because she's so, she's just quite academic. Yeah. In her ways, like she loves books, she's learning to read. Amazing. Yeah. Very interested in letters and numbers and all that, uh, and has been since she was probably about two years yes, old. Yes, yes. Um, I just know that you know when she starts school, I just wanted to be socially ready. So yes. That like you know, I know what I'm doing here. I feel confident. You know, let's go instead of feeling like you know she needs to kind of sit in the back of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Great decision. Yeah, yeah. You'll only get support from us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on that, so you'll only yeah. get support from us anyway. Yeah, so. you will. <laughs> So we're, we're going to start to wrap this up, but I just want to ask, is there anything we've missed? Is there something you really want the world to know about your family, about Maya, about 21 Gifts? 
I think just, you know, if any police are listening and they're early on in their adventure, mm. I just want them to know that everything is going to be okay. Yeah. You know, they still have a power, you know, we still have the power to write our own stories. Yes. We just have to, you know, we just have to focus on, you know, what it is that we want. And it doesn't, you know, that changes so much because it's not about painting a very clear picture of the future, but it's mm. more about just creating that, you know, how do we want to feel in five years, you know, and how, what do I need to do now to get to that point? Yes. Yeah. So true. And and enjoying the now. Yes. Enjoying exactly. the, yeah. the fun moments and not constantly, yeah. Be in the dread. Yeah, just yeah. In, enjoy yeah. it. Because everybody That's says, so every old lady you meet at the shops when you've got little babies, enjoy it, it's over before you know, enjoy it. And you all roll your eyes at them because you're like, I've had two hours sleep. But it's the same is true with children with disabilities or additional needs. Like, enjoy them. Yes. Oh, exactly. Just enjoy it and just soak up all those moments because they're just so special. Yeah. Um, and I think we can learn so much. It's like, you know, I was listening to one of your episodes the other day and, and you were saying uh, one, of the, one of the silver lines coming out of COVID is that you've had the time to sit back with your kids. Yes. And yes. Work on that, like you know, thinking, you know, where are they at? What are they yes. thinking? You know, just yes. in that moment. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's so powerful when we when we can do that. Yeah, I feel like just even we have had it will be six weeks of mm. eating dinner every night together mm. because with teenagers, you know, they're off doing this and that or we're yep. busy with after school activities. We weren't eating dinner together. We hadn't probably for the last two years. Mm. So. That's just something I've just actually stopped and told myself to just really appreciate. Yeah, you, because it might not come back again. No, it might not. I really do think this will be the last time because my big kids are big. Yeah, we're all together in this house. Yes, like that's we are right, now. Kate. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's forced things on us that we didn't want, but it's also there's some really beautiful parts of it yes. as well. So maybe you're jealous up there in Sydney. Maybe you are. <laughs> Yeah, I know, you know, I'm still clinging on to some of the things that we learned as well, you know, yes. when we were in lockdown. And it's like you said, it's all about, like for us, we live really close to the National Park mm. and it just made us use it so much. Yes. And now when, you know, things are back to normal, we just like, we've literally, I feel like we've just turned off the rest of the world and yes. we're like, no, nah, I'm sorry, we can't make it, we've got plans. Yes. And we just go into, you know, we just drive into the bush and just, you know, yeah, we just explore it with the children and it's just the most beautiful mm. thing for them and for us. Yep. Like I yeah. just feel like, you know, I've become a lot more relaxed and a lot more whole again. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. we're all going to come out of it changed people. But oh, for sure. Maybe changed again for some of our P families. Yeah. 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 Just to and, know uh, how, how, um, I don't. I don't want to say strong, but just how adaptable we are oh, as yeah. parents too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and to be proud of that. Oh, so proud. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I'm like watching, and I think the rest of the country, like, we're all watching. You know, we're all watching Victoria now, and just thinking, you know, these people are heroes. Like, you have, yeah. Oh, don't make me cry. No. Right <laughs> no, but it's true because what you're doing, because we, you know, when it first hit. And we were all doing it together, you know, the mm, whole country. Yes, yeah, so it was much yeah. easier. But it was the first time. And yeah. then you guys, you know, but you went back there. And that's so different. And I don't think that any of us can actually understand. No, that's right. No. 
No, I don't. I don't think so. No. I mean, scholarship completely cleaned out the fridge the other day. Reordered everything. <laughs> She's a nineteen-year-old girl in her first year of uni. That's really social. <laughs> and she went to uni for one day. <laughs> she's been to uni for one day, and she's organising the fridge. <laughs> she's like, I just can't be any more bored. <laughs> Let's do our cry, make a difference yes. laugh now. Do you, you want to join, in on, join in on that, Inglis? Okay. Okay. All Great. right. Well, did anything make you cry this week? Yes. The fact that I can't go back to Europe because Stephen oh, said that. Of course. I turned, I turned 40 oh. two weeks ago. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. And for, you know, for three years I've been planning this big birthday oh. party in Spain. Oh. Um, and, of course, it couldn't happen. So yeah. I cried because I don't know when I'm going to see my mom and dad and my sister and brother again. Yep. Yep. And I look at my little girls and I cry because I think, when are they going to be able to see them? Yes. Yep. I, so much. Yeah, yeah yes. that is yeah, that's sad. a big loss. Yeah, big, big I loss. I don't understand that one. No, that's no. sad, yeah. Oh, I would I'm cry sorry. about that too. What about you, Mandy? Um, I'll do mine last year. Okay. So I, this is, will come out after this event's happened, which I'm glad, but this is my saddest week of the year because it's Father's Day. Yes. And it's four years since my dad, I still can't talk about it, but anyway, um, and the anniversary is Friday. So I just hate it and I just am so flat and I'm just, I can't sleep and I miss him more than I've missed anything. And so I will always cry. <laughs> I've decided. I'll just always cry. So that's my that's my sadness. And just give yourself that yep, permission I just, every year for this yep. week. This is my week to cry and be sad and mm. I'll just do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Anyway, make a difference. Oh, you want to cry? Oh, I'm just crying. Now, I don't – I talked about this last week about how two beautiful pea shoots have yes. died this year. Yes. And so I went to a funeral oh, online oh. on Monday. And it was a beautiful little girl called Amber. And I just want the world to remember her. Yeah. And I um and so here in Melbourne there was just like ten people in there. Yeah. And um but lots of people watching online. And I just want her mum, Jen, to know that she gave her the most beautiful send off. And I I just thought, what a woman. What a woman. And and also how cruel that she couldn't have everyone around her. Yes, it's not fair. But it was the most beautiful, beautiful funeral and send-off for her precious daughter that I could ever be privileged to attend. Oh, beautiful. And I just want the world to know that. Yeah. 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 And that she made an imprint on a lot of people's lives. Yeah, of course. Every precious life yes. impacts somebody. Yes, so um, that was, yeah. That's a heavy, yeah. yeah but it was beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, and she read the most beautiful poem about the loss of a child. Oh. And I, I, I thought, oh, I would love the piece to hear it, but it's not something for no. me to read. Yeah. And so I, I just thought for those of you that have had a child die, um, that is something that we don't know about. No. And so, and I, someone has written to us about starting their own podcast, they haven't have, they? They have people that have lost a child. Yes. And yeah. so we will and cheer we said we will support you, you on. We will tell everyone yep. about that because yep. that is not something we can talk no, about. No. Um, and yeah, so yep, I just, nice. yep, I just wanted to talk about oh, that. Beautiful. Yeah. And did anything make a difference in your life this week, Ingalise? Yeah, I think that, um, I think, 
talking to you, knowing that I was going to talk no. to you, made a difference. Yeah. yeah, it just made me realize, you know, how much has actually happened this year. Yeah, you, know, you just do your thing, and yeah, and then suddenly you get a, a message from you ladies saying, you know, come on board and talk about what you did. And I was like, hold on, what did I do? And I, you know, I just took a moment to sit back and really think oh, about good. What, yeah. yeah, what is happening in this space? And I just feel really, really grateful to be able to be part of hopefully making a change. No, you oh, you are making a change. You should be proud. Yeah, so proud. Yeah. Mine is not that interesting. No. Mine is the website called Window Swap. Oh, yes. I've and been, you can, yeah. someone put it in chat 10. You can click on windowswap.com, I think, and up comes windows of all around the world. Yeah. And I've just been sitting there looking at a window in Iran, a window in... I don't know, England, yeah. the window in America. It's beautiful. And so I've been trying to like record my backyard with the kookaburras because oh, I wanted to come up yes. Mandy Melbourne kookaburras yes. and they keep flying away. <laughs> you need to set up a stealth camera. I have. I've got the stool there. I've got the laptop. I set it up. I press record and then someone goes, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> if it ever happens, I'll be so Bloody happy. Yeah. Anyway, yep, yep. Window Swap has been awesome. The other thing is I watched Indian Matchmakers on Netflix. Oh. It is oh. you have to go and watch this show. Oh. I could not stop watching. It's unbelievable. Oh, I will, I will. It might not be for everyone. No, that's but it's all right. talking about um match like a well, there was two women, but one particular woman who is a matchmaker who gets Indian people together in marriages. Yes. So either in India or a couple of the a lot of the people were in America. Yep. So fascinating, could not stop watching. Oh yeah. I watched I the whole watch. thing yeah. in like two days. Oh. So my make a difference, I've got two. The first thing is that, well, it's it's friendship. Friendship is my make a difference, which sounds very vague. But my beautiful friend Lorraine walks with me most days yeah. and just getting out, going for a walk, yeah. having a talk, both of us getting out of our, you know, she's had to shut her business down. Yes. You know, that's been really nice. And then my friend Kate, who has a beautiful Japanese restaurant near here called Community, she's one of the funniest people ever. I just get this text from her last week. Hey, I don't think there's bounty hunters in Australia. Do you want to become bounty hunters, you and me? <laughs> I just thought, sure. Uh, well, I was like, yep, I'll, I'll do it. She goes, of course, after lockdown. Uh, <laughs> and I just thought, ah, oh, I just, friends are the best. They you know, are. one little text can change your day. Totally. So, yep, oh yep, that was my make a difference. What so. about laugh? Something made you laugh, Ingalise? Oh, yes, um, so much. I've been watching Netflix as well. Yes. Yep. And I can't remember it now. Like, it's completely slipped my mind. But there's a Spanish show. I'm going to tell you so you can put it on. Yeah. Uh, there's a Spanish show. And for everyone who's a little bit bored or anything, like, it is, it's hilarious. It's about a group of women living together in Madrid and, you know, about their lives. Um, and it's just the best escape. It is hilarious. It's ah. got that Spanish flair to it. Ah. That's made me laugh every single night this week. Oh. Good. Oh, that sounds okay. like a winner. Yep, you send us the link and we'll pop that up. I will. Yep. All right. So I laughed this week when Miss Nine said to me from her bed, because of course we don't really have to get up. No. Um, could I have I said, Okay, I'll help make you some breakfast mm -hmm. and you can have it in bed. She said, Could you make me some toast and could you caramelize it? <laughs> caramelize toast. Caramelize toast. <laughs> I think she just meant make it nice and brown. <laughs> I just thought, what is going on in 2020? In 1985, I was not saying to my mom, could you caramelise the toast? 
Oh, my mum was making fruit juice for I us. know, honestly, it was so funny. Oh. And the other one that I think I hope the Chatterpees will laugh at is that last night we watched Annabelle's show, um, Dinner, what's it Back called? Back in Time. Back in Time. And, Back in Time um, for Dinner. And mm. Molly said, as I said, oh, that's Annabelle. I've met her. And yeah. she goes, she's kooky. <laughs> In the best way. We love her for it. (laughs) I said, yes, she is kooky, but we love her. Yeah, and that's why we're so glad she's on TV. I know. I just, that made such a difference to us last night. We laughed. We were shocked. We were just, we all watched it. It was such a great show. Awesome show. And um, I can't wait for every episode. Yeah, so good. um, Millie was like, don't you dare put us in a show like that. You're like, thanks for thinking anyone would want us. I know. But she's like, she couldn't get over the 16-year-old being a part of it. Yeah. I said, this is amazing. It is amazing. Made me laugh a lot. Annabelle, kooky, says Molly. (laughs) Um, Well, my laugh, we've actually, I've had a few laughs this week, but I'll just share one. Um, Because we're recording this a couple of weeks, it'll go out, but we had an incident in Melbourne where we had to boil water. Yes. And... um, I went to the fridge on the weekend and I went to get a Diet Coke and there was none left. Oh, no. And I was like, there's no Diet Coke. And I just must have said it really loud. And Buzz just looks, he goes, no water, no Diet Coke, no friends allowed, that's it. I think mum has finally lost her shit. (laughs) It was like the last straw. It was it. I was like, what do you mean? Someone said, wrote on the Melbourne chatters, I've already been in stage six because I had no power and no water. I know. I was like, that is stage six. Yeah. (laughs) I had friends that were, their power was out for three days. Can't even boil their water. Here we were carrying on about boiling. I know. It's just been the weirdest time. Oh, gosh. Every time they were like, it's going to be windy today. And we're all like, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) We've never been so scared of the wind. Didn't we know. are heightened in everything. We aren't are we? heightened, yeah, yeah, because nothing's normal, and no. and actually because there's no traffic noise, you can yes. hear a lot. Yeah, and like I've never heard so many birds and, and helicopters. Yeah, yep. it's strange. Weird. But anyway, anyway, it is weird. So right, thank you, Ingalise. thank you, thank you, thank you. What a beautiful episode this is going to help a lot of people. I and know I it. Love talking to you. And before we go, we're going to say rate and review to our ACAR supporters. Thank you, you. Make my day. You make Mandy's day. Oh, when we, the, the little messages. messages that you write. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you, Ingalise. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Bye. bye. Thanks. See you. Bye. To make you laugh, to make you laugh, what actually made me laugh? I just forgot when you asked because, you know, you go, oh. Yeah. My, so Lola, who talks really, really well, she has started calling, you know, my, my, my parents a lot lately. Yeah. And oh. my... When oh. grand, grandfather in Norwegian is called Bestefar, like best dad. Oh, Bestefar. So guess what she says? What? So funny. She calls him best fart. <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to, add, be that able to add that in because that's too funny. That's it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what does best <laughs> fart think about that? I know she brings my phone over Mm. and she's like, call best fart. (laughs) 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 The peas are going to love that. That is cute. (laughs) So cute. And they say good night to, you know, every night we uh, we look out the window, you know, to the the trees and all that. And Maya and Lola say good night to the people they love. And so they go like, good night, best fart. (laughs) 
That is fantastic. Yeah, so good. Maybe the episode will actually end here now. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Hopefully oh. the sound engineer kept recording. Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.